What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. I'm seriously still reeling over those last few um, (laughs) moments of the reunion. Wow. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Um, I have to say, we were off to a pretty good start. Um, Everyone looks great. Um, I saw the looks, of course, a couple weeks ago um, via Instagram, because y'all know me. I'm on it. And um, yeah, everyone looks great. Um, Everyone's dresses look great, makeup, everything. I do have to say, Dorit's hair is not it. Um, (laughs) I'm not a fan of those, those braids that are all you know, kind of contorted in the back. I just think that's not a good look. But um, I, I think everyone's stylist did a pretty good job. Um, and I'm shocked that everyone looks so great for, um, you know, for a virtual reunion and a pandemic. I mean, um, yeah, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> just to let you guys know, I do have an interview that I was planning on sharing um from some podcast or article or what have you, um, that is an update on Brandy. So I will share that probably later in this episode, just so we can kind of air that out so you guys are caught up on that. Also, if you didn't already know, which you probably don't, um, Brandy is actually filming a separate reunion, or she's filming something separate um, either with Andy or just by herself kind of talking about the story. Um, so we are going to be getting that. I don't know when it is going to be coming out, but I don't really know what she can talk about because, um, of these cease and desist. But then again, I don't know who received the cease and desist. So we, we just have to kind of see what's going to happen here, but, um, just know that we're going to be looking out for that. Reason being for the separate, um, filming, from Brandy, I believe Andy and a couple other of the executive producers um, have decided that it would be best if Brandy was to air out her side away from the group. So um, just in my reaction to this, personally, I don't feel like they should be giving Brandy any more platform than they already have to air out whatever she has. I feel like if anything, we need to hear from Denise a little bit more um, we've heard Brandy's side, so we kind of know what's going on with that. I don't really feel like we need to know anything else. I will say that I have been keeping up with all the text messages that are now leaked. Um, apparently there's not all of the text messages. All of the text messages have not been leaked, but a good amount of them have. And every single one of them that I have seen so far has not alluded to any sort of affair. Um, most of them, I mean, I could I could go through with you guys and read off the ones that I've read, but to be honest, there's just, there's no point. Because if you look back, at this point, we know there was a clear relationship there, whether it be a friendship, um, an acquaintance. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to say because we don't, we, we're not Denise and we're not Brandy, so we can't sit in their shoes. But from what we see, from this information we see, um... It, it's nothing more than a friendship. I mean, the texts go back and forth of when should we meet up for dinner? Um, I'm free this night. Things have been a little crazy. You know, mom life, all this stuff. I don't see anything like meet me in my hotel room. I can't wait to see. like, it's nothing like that. So, and even the night that Brandy claims that they had an alleged affair, 
um, because I did read those text messages. Um, Brandy had had said, you know, um, you know, can I come stay in your room because my my producers didn't arrange for me to have a hotel? And Brandy said, yeah, I'll have them bring up a bed. If not, we can share or something like that. Um, But it was nothing like, you know, can't wait to sleep with you tonight. It was nothing like that. So it's really hard to gauge this. Um, If you're one of those who is still um, believing in Brandy, um, I know a couple of you maybe are, but mostly everyone I've talked to is on Denise's side with this. But if you do happen to be on Brandy's side, I consider you I, I consider you one of the one of the very few who should read some of the text messages and tell me what you think. I want to know because from what I've read and knowing Brandy throughout all these years of Housewives, I, I'm still not buying it. I really I'm just I can't buy it, you know. Well, to dive right in, um, just because they started off with it, I figured we could talk with that, is um, I did notice a lot of shade being thrown by Garcelle to Kyle. But you know what? To be honest, as we were watching the season, I didn't remember that until they just showed it now. And it's kind of funny because I don't see that much shade being thrown from Kyle to Garcelle. Um, mostly it's from Garcelle. So um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like in Kyle's boat on that, but, um, I don't know. Like to me, um, I just didn't notice that because I, I've always kind of seen Kyle as more of like a standoff, standoffish person, especially since she met Teddy. Um, her and Teddy are just so close and like her and Dorit aren't as close anymore. So I just, I guess I'm used to Kyle now being that way, but, um, but Garcelle did throw, a decent amount of shade um, throughout this season with with everything that she's, you know, with the clips that they showed. So um, I don't know if you guys saw that, but I kind of forgot that that happened. So it was kind of nice that they got to talk about that and air that out. Um, Also, Garcelle was very quick to shut Kyle down with the whole, um, you know, accusation about not paying at the charity event. I mean, that's just, that's a pretty big accusation to throw out, especially to, you know, someone of, someone of an elite status. I mean, she is a, you know, a pretty well-known actress, I guess, in the community of Hollywood. So for her to throw out that kind of accusation that she would pretend to, to auction off or whatever it was, um, offer 5,000 for a charity and then didn't pay. Um, and Garcelle got pretty defensive about that. So again, that's why I think maybe Kyle was misinformed and that's Kyle's mistake. Um, cause I want to believe Garcelle on that. I, she feels, um, she feels that she, you know, sent the money. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell because we don't really know that side, but I think, um, Kyle could definitely be making that up in order to make Garcelle look, you know, worse than Kyle actually does. But I don't know. I mean, who knows at this point, it's all petty bullshit, right? Okay. Kyle does interrupt people. I mean, whether she thinks she does or not, she totally does. I mean, and granted, a lot of these women do interrupt each other because I felt like Denise was getting interrupted a lot tonight. We'll get to that later. But um, yeah, I mean, Kyle does interrupt people a lot. Once they play back a lot of the clips from this season, she thinks that she's clarifying, but it's like, you really just need to let people finish. And so I definitely agree with Garcelle on that. I agree with Dorit on that, that Kyle does interrupt people a lot um and yeah we saw it throughout the whole season so it's you know you can't deny it i thought that that whole situation that um was brought up about the racial racial tiptoeing around garcelle um that was very interesting to me because i kind of had that thought in the back of my mind when they had announced 
that Garcelle was going to be the first black um, or African-American um, housewife on Beverly Hills. And um, I kind of had to think like, okay, if she's the only, you know, African-American or black um, housewife. How is that, you know, uh, you know, how is that going to go with the other ladies? Like, are they going to, you know, tiptoe around her and not try to cause any issues with her so that they don't get any of that backlash from that community or from that culture, I should say. Um, that was definitely a thought in my mind. So it was kind of interesting that they brought that up because I didn't know that Garcelle had that thought as well. Um, and I don't know if any of you had that as well, but, um, I mean, we're all human. Um, and it's definitely something that shouldn't be abnormal to talk about. Um, but I, I personally, now that they brought that up, think that that might've been a little bit of a reason why, um, Garcelle was not shut out per se, but kind of, um, you know, we didn't see her film with many of the women separately. I mean, we only saw her film with Sutton, um, but you know, just the two of them. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I can't really remember any other besides, um, Erica, um, and Sutton. So it's like none of the other women like invited her to lunch or did any of that stuff. So I think, I mean, my only guess could be that or that they just didn't want to get to know her. I really don't know. But I thought it was definitely interesting that they brought up that with the racial tiptoeing around her. Um, definitely an interesting point. So if Garcelle gets, um, you know, contracted to be back on the show for the next season, um, that could be something that we look into for next season um, and keep an eye on because I kind of forgot about it until they brought it up. Another thing that I kind of forgot about was... Um, that moment between Sutton and Dorit early on in the season. I don't know if you guys remembered that, but um, it it's kind of, it's tough because it kind of reminds me of like the old Dorit per se. Because I actually, I have to say, I really have liked Dorit this season. I think she kind of stepped up a little bit and kind of had her own voice a little bit away from Kyle. And um, so I, I think um, when we saw that moment where Dorit kind of, stirred the pot I should say um at the dinner and then Sutton shut that shit down real quick I mean she was just like you are so rude and mean so I I thought that was kind of funny but I I did forget about that moment and um but then I mean you know when they were talking about it I do feel like Sutton was dancing around the question and kind of avoiding it and you know with this group whether you apologize or not, it's all about the sincerity and the, the, the meaning behind the apology rather than just the apology itself. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that could be a potential rift should Sutton, um, come back or, or Dorit come back, you know, what casting's up in the air, but, um, so that could be a potential rift that we need to look out for. So I did really enjoy getting to know Sutton. I, I really hope that, she um, can become a full-time housewife. Um, the story, if you guys don't know, was that she actually filmed the entire season as a full-time housewife, her and Garcelle. Um, but Sutton did get demoted later on um, due to the fact that... Um, I, so she's getting a divorce, or she is divorced now, and her husband won't allow her kids to be filmed, um, which happens from time to time. It's actually happening right now with filming um, Real Housewives of Dallas, um, one of the, um, projected new housewives, um, got demoted uh, a couple of weeks ago and she doesn't know what her status is as of right now, maybe as a friend or guest, whatever. Um, but yeah, it happens. So, um, I would be really nice to get to know her. I'd love to have her back. I think she was a great addition. Uh, same with Garcelle. 
Um, so, but I do think that it is pretty funny how Sutton um, claims to be this blunt person, blunt and honest person, and that's what her friends would describe her as and stuff. But she was offended by Garcelle's comment because, I mean, Sutton's been pretty blunt in numerous occasions, and I I don't really think that any of the bluntness from her, um, you know, is is any worse or any better than the um, the comment that Garcelle made about the money? Because honestly, um, we would like to know where she got her money from. Like I would, I want to know. I don't know if you guys want to know, but she is rich. Like she is filthy rich. So it's like, and, and it's not like she's this, you know, you know, like creator of Tesla, like Elon Musk. So it's like we want to kind of know like what her upbringing. I mean, we want to know. She's on a reality show, so it's like. We want to know why, you know, if she's the richest housewife, why she's the richest housewife. You know, it's it's definitely tea we want to know. So we thank ourselves for asking for us um, and for Sutton not being able to tell us. But anyways, I, th- I just thought that was funny how, um, you know, Sutton claims to be this really blunt person or blunt and honest. But um, but yet she couldn't be honest about that. So I really feel like towards the end of this first part of the reunion, I feel like Denise was definitely in the hot seat and um yeah I kind of stopped taking notes because I was kind of just trying to pay attention and listen to everybody's response um one thing I will say about Denise that I don't like um and then I'll continue to back her up till the day I die (laughs) um no I'm just kidding but I will I will back her up um one thing I, I don't like is she's just not very good at defending herself um, because there was multiple times where I wanted to, where I, well, I was screaming at the TV because these women just come at her with like this, like, it's almost like, like Rena specifically. I don't get why they have so much venom, like for Denise, like, it's like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, Rena's got fucking evil in her eyes trying to like, you know, um, Hester, Denise and stuff. I, I don't, I'm like lost for words because I'm like thinking about just what I would say in that situation. But um, I, I don't know. I just felt bad for Denise because I want her to stick up for herself in this situation. Um, and she's got to stand her ground the way that these women are standing their ground about their point. She has to do that about her point. And I know that people kept interrupting her, but she needs to, you know, hey, I'm fucking talking. You know what I mean? Like she needs to stand up for herself. Um, and she's just not that she's not that's not what she does she'd rather walk away and that's kind of what's making her look worse in this whole situation Um, and we haven't even started talking about or I mean they haven't even started talking about the whole brandy situation yet this was just about the barbecue and the mention of sex around the kids Um, I will say this last season it was a big talk on twitter blogs everything about Denise and the happy ending with Aaron and all that stuff. That was a big talk. However, I have managed to not be involved in, not even know about anything that goes on with Housewives for years. I mean, I just started getting into this Housewives thing about, you know, I would say two years ago. And um, until I started following all these pages and everything, I had no idea what was going on. So therefore, it's really not that hard for the kids to not be involved in, um, 
you know, the housewife drama. Um, so that's why I just have a hard time believing that even if the kids knew about, you know, the happy ending and stuff, I I would assume that they didn't know what that is because to be honest, I'm, you know, I was 20 when I saw that and I honestly had to look up what the happy ending was because I didn't know myself. So to me, I, um, I know it's kind of embarrassing that I didn't know because I, sh- I feel like I should know, but I don't know. Like, then again, maybe I shouldn't know, but, um, it's really not that hard to shelter your kids from information. And I feel like Denise has done that in the past pretty well with her kids. So I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's not a good point for Rena and Erica and all the other women to, to stand by saying, well, your kids, they should know because, you know, it's all over social media and everything. It's like, I'm pretty sure that her kids are not sitting by their phones, um, you know, with updates, with Google alerts on Denise Richards. Like, I really think that they could care less about what their mom does, you know, on a reality show with a bunch of women. I mean, they're fi- I think her oldest daughter is 16 and, you know, Eloise is um, autistic. And it's like, the, you know, her kids are, they don't want to know this shit. So it's like, that's not a good point to bring up. Um, I also just feel like they're making themselves look worse by by sticking by that whole fact, like, you know, that what they were saying at the party wasn't bad, you know? I mean, it was bad to say in front of a bunch of kids. I mean, it had they been at that barbecue that Kyle had at their house and, you know, uh, threesomes started coming up and all that conversations, they would all be mortified because their kids are running around. I mean, their kid, or Denise's kids and all the other kids that were invited, they were they were, you know, right nearby. And I don't know, this whole situation is just, it's really complicated. I'm trying to kind of gather my thoughts with what was happening because I just can't, I, I can't understand the other woman's side with this whole thing. I, I didn't understand Erica's side when she was saying, why was she the only one singled out? Because Erica was talking about specifically how she's been with, you know, multiple partners and how there's two penises and a vagina or a penis and two vaginas, whatever the hell she was talking about. She was the one who was talking about it the most. I mean, the other women were kind of, you know, talking about it. And then Erica just went head first and was like, I've been with two women and a guy. So it's like, I just, I'm trying to understand the other women's points, but I, I just can't. Like, I'm sticking by defending Denise And also, these women kept bringing it up after the fact because Denise brought it up, I believe, once or twice. So she first pulled Erica to the side once they had coffee and talked about it with her then, which, by the way, was them filming together. And it wasn't just to tell her to apologize. Um, We all knew that because that wasn't the entire topic of conversation. The other time that it was brought up was, I believe, that dinner that was in Santa Barbara. Was that Santa Barbara? where she had said, I will be mindful of them being in, within earshot of us. And, and that was it. So I'm, I'm a little confused. I mean, the women were the ones who dragged it on and they were talking about it when Denise wasn't there. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what, I, at this point, it's like they were the ones who were dragging it on and they were the ones that were obsessed with it and wanted to keep talking about it when Denise had shut it down real quick. So that's what I'm confused about. I just feel like Rena is so full of shit in this whole situation. I mean, did okay, let's be real for a sec. 
we've heard Denise talk about Aaron and his, you know, whatever, big penis. But it's like, she's talked about it, like, okay, one episode, two episodes last season. And then she mentioned something at the barbecue early on when the kids weren't at the table. So that was three times. So I just... Rinna is so full of shit. I feel like she's finding every single way to call Denise out when it's like, it's it's not necessary. Like, just move on from it. I mean, you were the ones who were talking about the sex at the table. So everyone just needs to own up to that. Like, what's the big deal? Why are they trying to make it look like they weren't the ones at fault when all Denise said was next time I will not bring my kids around this group because of the shit that they talk about. And granted, I mean, if they're going to have a family event with kids that are invited, it's up to Denise if she wants to invite her kids. If she doesn't, who cares? It doesn't matter. My final point would have to be that I just still don't get why Rinna has so much fucking venom for Denise. I I just, um, I I don't know what she's out to prove. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you can have that much hate and venom towards a friend you've had for 20 years. I mean, if my friend of 20 years was doing, I I would be honestly embarrassed because it's like, there's so much cruelty in her eyes. Like you could just see it from this whole situation. And it's like, it almost looked like Denise was on the verge of tears just because you could tell she's so hurt by everything that's gone on. And, um, even in the finale episode, I mean, when she sat down with Rinna, um, Rena had such evil in her eyes, and I just don't get why this how how this situation got to where it is right now in like a matter of months, and um, how sad you know it really is because Rena brought Denise on to the show, and um, I just really hope that this isn't Denise's end. I I think she has more to show us. I'm I'm interested to know more about her life and. Um, you know, we didn't get to see much of her family life, but I just, I feel like this isn't the end of Denise. And I feel like Rinna is trying to now get her off the show. Um, it's just so like attacking and everything. So I, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're just going to have to see what happens really with this whole situation because, um, we haven't even talked about the Brandy thing yet. And I already feel like everyone's coming at Denise for all these different things and Denise can't even have a minute to just talk and defend herself so I guess we'll see what happens next week overall I mean what a way to start um it was kind of um slow moving in the beginning with the points but um it was kind of nice to talk about the barbecue thing and get this kind of hashed out um barbecue gate I should say um yeah this reunion is going to be nothing short of dramatic for sure. I can just tell already. Um, the virtual reunions are a little difficult. And I think we've talked about this before on the show, um, how it's just hard because we don't want any housewives to get up. Obviously we see Brandy or I'm sorry, not Brandy, um, Denise. We obviously see her get up at some point. So, um, I just don't want to see anybody get up. I want to see everybody sit and hash everything out. And, um, yeah, I, I hope um, I hope next week is they give Denise a little bit of a breather. Um, didn't look like it in the preview, but <laughs> I'm hoping for her sake. Well, I did promise you guys an update on the Brandy situation, the, Bl- the Brandy Glanville storyline. 
Um, so I can verify right here that this interview that I found is from Dominique Raquel uh, for Celeb Chat on Instagram. Uh, so right here we have Brandy Glanville slams Real Housewives of Beverly Hills producers for using her as a storyline and calls out the cast for not being authentic. Um, her quotes are, I'm just really frustrated at this point. Um, I enjoy doing things with the other woman, but I feel like the carrot has been dangled for so many years. They call me back for a couple things. I make no money and they use me the whole season for their PR. So, end quote. Um, so key words here um, that is very telling about Brandy's personality are, um, <laughs> I make no money and then they use me for the whole season for their PR. Those are key words. Um, saying, um, you know, that she was promised money maybe, or I don't know. I mean, obviously Brandy does a lot of shit, um, for attention. So it's, um, her saying that just kind of solidifies the fact. Um, she also goes on to say in the quotes, um, real housewives of Atlanta and real housewives of New York are so real because they're actually drinking and they're actually going through shit and going to jail fighting with cops. (laughs) I feel like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills cast is like, I'm going to pretend to drink alcohol and have my hair and makeup done for $100,000. It's a middle-aged fashion show where everyone is so regimented. Um, She also goes on to say, I think this group, especially, they're afraid of the truth. They all want to keep their truth in the closet and they think they can protect it. So I came on and I was speaking the truth and I started getting cease and desist left and right. I'm like, wait... We are supposed to talk about our. We are supposed to be talking about our lives. Um, again, the cease and desist is being brought up. Um, well, I mean, if the cease and desist came from Denise, then it can't be. It can't be Bravo producers giving. I I don't know. I mean, so here where I stand on this is. Um, I, I still feel I, I just Brandy's a liar. I mean, she wants attention. She's a liar. She's not getting money. Um, I mean, honestly, think about it. If you were in Brandy's situation and Bravo offered you, let's say it's a million dollars to show up on this season and cause a rift in the group. Let's say they did that. Um, I mean, would you do it? Because I would for, for a million dollars. I mean, whatever amount of money that they're they're offering her to come forth and and, you know, whether it's fabricate this story about having an affair with Denise because it's convenient, um, whatever the case may be, if if they're offering her an amount of money, we all know, and when I say we, I mean fans of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills who've been watching since even before Brandy was on, we know what kind of women these women are. I don't know if other women on other franchises would do this, but I know Brandy would. And I know that because of the shit that she's come up with in the past. Um, One major example being um, the whole situation that she outed um, Adrian and Paul. So Adrian Maloof and Paul Nassif when they when she outed them on camera about the um, I guess they had ended up bleeping it out on Bravo ended up bleeping it out, Um, which is very interesting that they ended up bleeping that out. But this whole Brandy situation got brought up. So that's another good point. Um, They ended up bleeping out. um, It's now public information, but 
um, how Adrian and Paul used a surrogate, I believe, something about how they had used a surrogate for um, their kids or something like that. Again, at the time, that was like something that they were like not talking, they were not sharing about. Um, and I don't know if this was in their Bravo contract that they didn't want to discuss this on the show because they didn't want the kids to find out. But um, that was, you know, Brandy was involved in that and she knew about that. So again, um, that was years ago, um, but it's a similar situation where Brandy was put in a situation where she's getting a paycheck and let's just say the Bravo producers are suggesting that she somehow out this information, right? So that's what, that's what gets me thinking about this whole Brandy Denise situation um, and how it could be fabricated because like I said, and like I've said before, we know that they now have, we now know that they had a relationship, you know, a friendship, we'll say. Um, but we do not know for a fact that they had an affair per se. And like I've said, also, it's very easy for Brandy to concoct this story and also just conveniently share it with, you know, I mean, how it all started was just very, you know, very sketchy to me. I mean, coming over to, you know, Kyle's house and saying, you guys need to be careful of Denise and all this stuff. It's, it's really, really calculated. And then the fact that, you know, Brandy was just all of a sudden invited to this party after she had, you know, not been around this group for months, years, even it's very fishy. So, um, that's all I really wanted to share with you guys because I found that on, on uh, Instagram. So um, I hope that kind of gives you guys a little bit more of an insight as to what's going on with that situation. And then you now know that Brandy is filming her own reunion, confessional, whatever you want to call it. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this reaction video. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoyed um, the first part of the reunion. The second part looks really good. Um, third part, we haven't seen... Um, a preview for it yet but second part looks real good um nothing short of dramatic um so i hope you guys are going to tune in and i hope um if you have any questions just let me know um let me know if i missed anything by the way or if you want to talk about anything else Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.